Yezare. Biawizo. And welcome to another episode of Africa's Untold Stories. Yeah. Um Yes, uh, this episode is going to be taken over by the other guy. Who? So who's, who's the other guy? <laughs> the other guy. See, the other guy not talking. Oh, uh, yeah, I see. Right, like, let's just get started then. Before we move I, on, over to you. Before we move on, what 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 episode number is this? Um, I know this is the third episode of the second season. Overall, honestly, I've lost count. Okay, wait, but this is the third. Yes. Okay, this is the second season. All right, then let's get on with it. So, in this one, we're going to be looking at something pretty strange. Well, something people do not prefer to discuss. But then we are going to be looking at death. And yeah, because I was going to say death is not strange. It's like one of the most, most common things. things. Yes, it's just not yeah. something people like to discuss at all. Yeah. Mm. Uh, should and I? You are not normal. So exactly. I was going to point out normal people. If we don't fall in that category, so uh, wait. When you said, well, well, uh, uh, hold up, hold up. I said you. No, no, no. no. You're catching a stray bullet on this one. You're catching a stray bullet on this one, Brian. <laughs> The good thing I'm wearing the face. Yeah, still catching a bullet. <laughs> okay, so right off the bat, since this is the first time we're doing something like this, I don't exactly have a lesson on it. But we're just going to be looking at the African perspective on death. Cool? Uh, that's weird that you don't have a lesson on it. Yeah, I mean, that's going to ruin the episode titles. What like, lesson do you want? That, right? What lesson do you want on death, Brian? You know, at the end of this, at the end of this, we'll, we'll pull a lesson out of it. Okay. See, I like how you're heading with this one. So let's get I'm started. Start. <laughs> <laughs> let's get started. So obviously, death most people see death as or let me see most people outside of this continent who are not religious see death as the most people see death as the end of life which technically is true that means it's the end of your mortal life here on this earth right but then Mm -hmm. in a lot of the indigenous african religions they don't see it as the end of life exactly they see it as a more of a transition from this life to another kind of life okay yeah that is like the overarching theme yeah where we look at it on a continent-wide basis so there are a couple things that are similar there are a couple things that run through most of the most of the belief systems mm-hmm. let me put it that way so one is that there's the first one is what i've already mentioned that it's not the end there's a continuation beyond the end of this life here on earth yeah the second one is that i mean as a follow-up to the first one obviously it means that there's a belief in the afterlife okay second one which is obviously a follow-up from the first one is that there's a belief in the afterlife mm-hmm. or an afterlife i'm going to peg it as an afterlife not the afterlife because it's beyond just um a life in like another realm some people some people believe in the theme of reincarnation or being born as an animal 
which technically is another kind of life yeah. separate from this yeah. one yeah so that's another thing that runs common and then um another one that seems um to be pretty common not in all of them but in quite a number of them is the belief in um ancestors so a lot of people believe that when you die you you become an ancestor and then in essence become a bridge between the humans and the you know the gods or the the deities that that particular religion of people believe in mm-hmm. so those are those are general themes basically but then the reason this is interesting is because outside of this or um in the western culture or the non-religious western culture or in some of those religions even they don't believe in uh, an afterlife or in an ancestry or anything like that so these are pretty uniquely african things and we're going to be looking at a couple of those religions and how they explore these concepts starting with probably the one that is most famous the ancient egyptians or as our lord and savior would call them the people from kemet <laughs> yes <laughs> good so um brian yes what what do you do you have a, i think everybody generally has an idea what happens or what what the egyptians believe happens after you die well, have you seen anything of the sort I, I know that they had this whole thing called like the book of the dead which was like a navigation for the afterlife um, they did believe in carrying rich riches when you died from this world into the next as well brilliant see I told you it was famous so yes the book of the dead is it's where most people actually get the funeral rites or um a good look into the kind of rituals performed on ancient egyptians when they die which also gives us a clear look at what their beliefs were concerning death so they describe death as the disintegration of the various modes of existence the modes of existence determine the keperu i don't know if i mentioned that right but then i'm going to spell it out it's k-h-e-p-e-r-u keperu so those the funeral rites or the things described in the book of the dead is basically um a way or that's what they believe it's a way to reintegrate those various modes of the keperu and give the deceased person a shot at uh an afterlife or an existence in the afterlife okay so essentially they believe that when a person dies um what what did you say how what did you say the kateru were again um the kateru the various modes of existence yeah okay so when a person dies their modes of existence um disintegrate so they perform funeral rites to uh, revive them for the person in the continue the next world so to speak pretty much yeah so it's like basically a reintegration process oh, okay and so yes yeah, so as a part of that 
we're going to look at those various modes of existence that they believe the first one is the sa which is the body the ka which is um one version of the soul the life force the one that, the part of the soul that remains in the tomb the ba which is the free-ranging version of the soul and the shut which is the shadow of the deceased so if they're able to preserve all these it becomes the ak i really do not know if i mentioned it that right but it's spelled akh basically if they all these rites are performed they're able to reintegrate the person's keperu and then the person is prepared for the journey into the afterlife now the journey to the afterlife is also a whole other thing on its own i, I believe if we are given if you give me too much time i could spend like a whole hour describing just the egyptian one yeah i was about so going to, to mention because we are going <laughs> to do more than just that so i mean yeah i'm going to i'm going to sum it up but basically there's they believe there's a journey into the afterlife the the act if they're able to preserve it is supposed to go dwell with ra if they if they are as in if they successfully make the journey but then a part of the journey requires that they um, make it past you know monsters and things that are going to try to devour them there's basically um a bunch of monsters too that would kill the unrighteous those are the, the those group of monsters are called the slaughterers which is what um i don't know and so because of that they are encouraged to live morally upright lives otherwise they're going to be devoured by the slaughterers and um bef- uh, if they're able to make it through the journey the last step is that they get judged by anubis so the judgment that um I, I believe has been depicted in a lot of movies actually it's yeah, the so ritual there is called the weighing of the heart yeah, yeah. So the there's way a way of the heart ritual. Yep. You are you're advised to live a life that is pretty much um model, like morally model. Because at that stage, when your heart is weighed against the feather, everything that you were supposed to do or not supposed to do is going to be confessed. And with every confession, your heart gets heavier. This pulls on a lot of the things that I mentioned in the theme. So there's that belief in the afterlife. There's that belief in this not being the end. It's just a transition. And so the entire funeral rites and all that ceremony is just supposed to help the person's, um, uh, what do you call it? The person's ak, right? Make the journey and give them a mm. shot at being judged. Hopefully they pass that, they make it to the afterlife. You left out and the part where they fight this, with God before being judged. Well, there's there's that, but I mean, I told you if I have to get into detail, it will, it will take too long. Okay, all right. And we've already done okay, a lot of time on this. Let's proceed. Yeah. So, like, do you, do you have examples? Yeah, that that um of the belief systems that people still currently hold, like ones that aren't um forsaken it's completely wiped out yeah see the so if you if you're looking at it as a whole like continent wide because of how much those abrahamic religions have infiltrated the continent not all of them like most of them have been i wouldn't say wiped out most of them have sort of been replaced 
but not entirely. Yeah, a lot of them I, are still. I really don't think that there is any corner of Africa that has purely eradicated um, traditional religion. If you take out the um, northern, even the northern African nations, I don't think all of them have done that. But like exactly, yeah, all of Africa, even places that are very Muslim or very Christian. There are still small pockets of people who practice the uh, the uh, who practice that yeah traditional religions and even for some people who are still Muslim or Christian they still adhere to certain practices associated with those two. Exactly, that's what I was going to come to. The fact that even though a lot of people seem to have transitioned to those other kind of religions, some of them still practice it alongside like some of these rituals or some of these rites or some of these belief systems they practice it alongside the other ones and i was i was going to get to this at the end of it right that the the reason for some people people a lot of people believe the reason they do that is because of the similarities between what um, these people preach and what they used to practice like for example the just the mere fact that they believe this is not the end it ties into what they already know the mere fact that they believe in an afterlife it ties into what they already know the fact that they believe living a morally upright life affects your you know success into get success in getting into the afterlife or not ties into what they already know so in a lot of ways, it's not really a replacement. It's more of an integration of the new or the this kind of religions into what they already practice and run them side by side. Right. Yeah. So, wait, what was the question again? The um, other examples of uh, belief systems that are still currently practiced. Okay. So, um... If we let's let's go to people like the is it the people in Congo, mm-hmm. right? So for the Congo people, wait, hold on, let me flip. Good. Okay, I've seen it. Okay, so for the Congo religion, no, I say the religion, Congo religion. <laughs> let me take that again. So the people of Congo have uh, their traditional religions. There are still pockets of people who practice their traditional religion over there. And they, for example, believe in the, I mean, the same theme. It's not, it's not the end. There are priests called the Ngaga that try, who they, who they rely on to perform these rituals and these rites, right? And they, for example, like the first, the first ones I mentioned, I didn't really mention, um, I didn't really mention a belief in the ancestors or uh, like any, any sort of role the ancestors play in the in those religions. Mm-hmm. But for yeah. these people, they believe that when you die, you join the ancestors or the ancestral spirits, and these spirits are believed to be the ones that mediate between people like the humans still alive and the deities that they serve and worship you know so um just to cut in here a bit like you talking about 
um, the ancestral spirits believe something. It's like uh-huh. I mean, as humans, obviously around the world, we all share certain similarities and certain underlying some things. And one of yeah. the ancestor belief or ancestor worship is, I know that is not something that is just strictly African, and. Honest, mm-hmm. And actually, one of the first interactions I had with, or no interactions, the first ways I found that out was watching Brother Bear. I don't know if you remember that cartoon from, the, I think, the Disney animation. Uh, the kid goes to what? kill um, a bear and then he's transformed. His dead brother transforms him into a bear or something like that. What the? What? Oh, you never watched Brother Bear? dude no i haven't what how how the kid uh, like, he and his he and his brother are hunting a bear it's like a native american something and he and his brother are hunting a oh bear. i see yeah and then his brother dies in the process so the kid gets mad and he's like he swears to hunt down the bear and then he kills the bear but his brother who is dead and has now joined uh, others on the spirit plane like he doesn't like like pretty much what his brother did was wrong and so he turns his brother into a bear to experience what it's like to live like them really wow you never Damn it. this that. is something i would have yeah i have it this that's, is something i actually want to see yeah that's one of the best <laughs> animations i've actually ever watched so like you talking really? about the whole ancestor something something it kept my mind kept going back there because that's, really? that, that's the power of media yes I mean, yeah, I it I took you out of seen, your continent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I haven't seen um, uh, African animations like that that you know portray those ancestor thingies cool like that and stuff like that. I guess there was this there was this oh, other I one, see. Pax Africa or something, but it was it was weird. The animation was kind of you know nasty, but um, <laughs> it was huh. South African though. You anyway. watched a lot of television growing up. That is no, not really. Not really, unfortunately. Are you sure? <laughs> anyway, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> proceed. Yeah, let's proceed. So, um, the people of Congo, actually, it, it's not just Congo. Let's see. Even even here in Ghana, the Akan people, they are one of the most popular people when it comes to. Like I said, I was expecting your mind to go there first when it comes to ancestor um, veneration, talking through the ancestors. Yes. Oh yeah, but then don't Nananum all and then don't don't all don't all ethnic groups in Ghana actually do that? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That when your mind went, ooh, oh right, I heard something. Yeah, well, my mind was visualizing what you were talking about. That's why I went to an animation I've seen before and not things I've heard or read about. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I see. Okay. So for for let me just lump them together since it's, it's, it's for examples like the people of congo the people the akan people even the dugon if if you remember when we're talking about the dugon remember i mentioned the example of the first ancestor that they believed died yeah and then was reanimated yeah and yeah he was a snake yeah. when they dug him up yeah so there's there's that whole theme that runs uh, across most of the the religions as well where they believe that if you die and live an exemplary life okay so for people like them right they believe that if you live an exemplary life and you die this the this <laughs> and this 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 part actually gets pretty freaky 
let me warn you ahead but they, they believe that um they believe that when you are when you die you're going to and the, that's that's one thing for the living the living people to have a role to play to make sure that uh what i'm about to say comes through so they believe that when you die if you lived an exemplary life you're going to become one of the ancestral spirits that would mediate um communication between the living us and then the deities so the there's the the in their religion uh, in their culture there's a lot of weight on the people who are living to make sure they give such people a befitting burial basically because they believe if they offend you in that process then you could affect their lives negatively oh. in simple terms you would bring curses on them instead of blessings so does that mean like does it affect um i don't know so does that affect the way they um they, they treat or they think they are to treat people like do they get worried if i slap this person this old man and he dies before <laughs> me he would not um appeal on my behalf when he's supposed to or something like he'd he'd make he'd make the rest of my life a living hell when he dies does that does that affect that thing pretty much pretty much so it also encourages it also encourages like right standing with people because like you said you even mentioned an old man you may never know who it is that dies next so there's this general theme where you are supposed to have a right standing with everyone so that when they pass on they don't they don't come back and you know slap you up for curses do you get it so it helped it helped keep a lot of people in check when it comes to you know should i call should i say neighborliness when it comes to neighborliness for example it helps mm. keep a lot of people in check okay exactly and then even in some in some in some in some cases like the akan tradition the akan people yeah when 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 you are doing it if you're they believe that if you don't even even for some people who are prominent like the important people sometimes like uh for when chiefs die because they they also believe that the the soul needs nourishing so they also give they also bury people with food bury people with riches because yeah. they believe in the whole journey you need to be nourished you need to have enough and in some cases even for chiefs that die they even sometimes sacrifice people to go and act as slaves for those people in the afterlife oh so, yeah they used to do that didn't they i think i remember reading that yes there was a whole thing with um, a queen mother or something who died and they were going to or they killed some girls to go with her in their next life or something exactly exactly so i mean in those cases like that's how strong their belief is that that person would need help in the afterlife and as a if you were if the person was a chief or a queen and you already served that person in life i mean in some cases yeah. it's seen as an honor to go and continue serving them in their death so they would actually sacrifice people so one prominent person dies ends up having like four people go with them 
or something just just to provide um some form of assistance and help for the person in the afterlife right so mm. and th- this is the reason i said i couldn't really find a lesson for this because bottom line all this is saying is that this life is not the end there's one after that and the various ways they perceive that kind of life is the very uh, shows how they carry about the funeral rites or the burial rites yeah. in some cases some people don't even some when 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 you die in the house right they don't they they pass the people's bodies through a hole in the in the wall and then they seal that hole because they believe the spirits would want to wander its way back into the house so interesting they seal the hole is that yeah it's it's a western and central african thing i wouldn't measure this specific thing, but i i noticed in like it was a pattern in certain cultures in that side yes cameroon cr gabon nigeria <laughs> that particular corner of things they Chad. believe it they, they, so it's like when you leave the body away you seal the place through which the body came so that or through which the body left so that the spirit of the person will not come back into the house weird stuff there's also and there's also um uh, people who believe in deification like if you remember from season yep. one where we talked about yep. the Orishas. i remember the Orishas, yeah deification yeah. someone dies if they were if they were great or something then when they die they become, they become gods yeah gods essentially by fulfilling yeah. certain things exactly so that's there's there's the whole there's the whole theme of a life after this one that informs the kind of rituals informs the kind of way people used to treat each other and it was so powerful so powerfully believed that it even informed how people the kind of the the kind of standing people had with each other in this life just to make sure that they do not piss off anybody that could in turn affect their lives when they are dead mm-hmm, cool mm-hmm. yeah yeah yep, yep, so yep. i mean if you want to hear more i think i have a really interesting one about the berbers oh okay let's hear that one we feature the imazihen serum yep the imazihen <laughs> imazihen well we feature the them a few um very few times so yeah sure that would be the final one yeah mm-hmm. so for those ones the they also believe in the mummification of the dead in fact in 2010 they discovered an old emazehen mummy that was believed to be you know 5500 years old it was older than any of the egyptian mummies that we have discovered oh okay which which sort of got people wondering if they had the whole concepts before before the even egyptians. the egyptians did yeah yeah but then they also believe in the whole mummification thing and one one of the one of the most interesting things about them is the someone described them practicing something that the person described as um like a cult a cult dedicated to the dead yeah so 
the person like they they so believe in the ancestral spirits like they actually they basically believe that the ancestral spirits are gods so if someone wants to communicate with them like one of the ancestral spirits if they make a request to them they have been known to even sleep in the tombs of the people they made a request to until they get an answer oh, so they are known to swear they are, they are known to swear by their dead the dead righteous people that they know they sleep in the like they 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 basically sleep in those tombs because they believe very well like if they let's say i see you brian pretend you and i are emma zigan right i see you living the most upright life i have ever seen like i cannot live that kind of life right mm -hmm. and then somehow you end up going before me if i if i ever needed to make a request to the gods i would come to oh, right. someone like you like you as the conduit make yeah use you as the conduit and i like they so believed that they would get an answer that they even slept on or in those tombs okay. so they got their answer interesting yes so these are this yeah. though I, I should clarify is something that is not practiced today it's it's ancient no 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 yeah because the yes, Mazikian are now um largely muslim like over 95 percent of them are muslim right now and i'm muslim yeah now. muslim exactly. burial um funeral traditions are very different they they don't play with the dead they just like one two three mm -mm. boom buried that's all move on boom gone yeah. remove <laughs> that's that's how they are yeah <laughs> so um brian since you challenged yourself or you challenged us to find a a lesson at the end a, a lesson yeah out of all this yeah 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 what well, do you think that would be well um i like the whole i um understanding of how um what do you call it knowing that someone or thinking that someone who dies before you has the ability to affect your life i think that that mm -hmm. that that whole concept actually is part, probably part of the reason why there is a whole um uh it's like a continent-wide thing of some sort of veneration for your elders and this is even pre-christian because i mean yeah yeah so um that's interesting so i guess the lesson i will pick or draw from this for the title would be um what's it what's the title again um uh death what not death in africa what was the title <laughs> the african perspective of death right the african perspective of death um a lesson on the influence of ooh, influence of the death sounds a bit <laughs> <laughs> it sounds <over> <laughs> <laughs> um a lesson yeah, on a lesson yeah a lesson on the on 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 the influence from the other side let, let me say oh yeah. i like that yeah lesson like on the influence that. from the other side yeah 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 that is i'm gonna say yeah the, the most interesting one is probably the dugon one you mentioned i like i really like those guys whole belief systems man from the I whole really alien thingies do. to this like, one it's, it's, it's dope yeah now i'm wishing i, mean, I was part of something <laughs> I mean, we could find out. You, you probably could be. I mean, hey, you never know. You never know. 
and then yeah. there's the whole Egyptian <laughs> something where you have to fight a god. That's it's fascinating. Yeah. yeah. Oh, unfortunately, really I would have loved to hear something about the uh, Yoruba because there's I think theirs would have been also dope. Ah, well. Yeah. All right. We're out of time though, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I guess that ends it for today's episode of Africa's Untold Stories. Yeah. Um, the next episode, right? I would be taking over for the next episode, and mm. it's actually torn. Where us are we to going? Which exact direction to go to? But just like we mentioned, yeah, <laughs> yeah just like we mentioned earlier, there is a whole um, tendency to neglect the imazichen on this podcast. Uh, <laughs> yeah because of the whole north african relationship with the rest of africa but um yes for the next episode we would be going to north africa again second time Oy. yes yeah the second time we'd be doing that so yes um next episode we're going to north africa uh, i can tell you safely it's not egypt we swerve egypt okay. on purpose actually because every time people think yeah. of african history they think of egypt so we okay. are minimizing the <laughs> egyptian content that doesn't mean we'll never do any episode like strictly on anything egyptian but we like to minimize the egyptian content right uh-huh. okay so um yeah. please do remember to follow us on instagram at africa's untold stories and on yep, twitter at twitter at at africa underscore untold s and uh if you if you like these like i don't know if this is a a refreshing deviation from like just the exploration of the mythologies from my side but then if this is if this is something people are leaning towards then we could do more stuff like this if not I yeah could just go yeah. back to exploring the myths yeah feedback is also appreciated very much i think wait what else do we need to say that's all right uh well no i think the only thing we are leaving out is the um, rating on the apple podcast oh right shamelessly i'm bringing yes. that back yes, yes. so i have no shame do, do raise. people should know yes. this by now <laughs> yes thank you <laughs> all right okay that aside all right thank you for listening to today's episode and till next time on africa's untold story peace peace <laughs>